2: This is my lovely day. So around, baby, and everything will be... Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with John. I Right here on <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> I needed to really amp up some uh, uh, echo and, and bring it the bass yeah. up a little bit. But you I, get the I, idea. I wonder where we lose most of our listeners. <laughs> I would imagine yeah. right at uh uh after the show before us ends. <laughs> I mean, well, if you have made it this guess. far, you're yeah. in for the you're yeah. in for the long run. I was thinking about that the other day actually uh-huh. and and I'm thinking it's w- w- right about now. Okay. where I start telling everyone what the show's about. Okay. I think it's there. And then if it's not there, then it's at the point where you start telling them uh, how they can send us money.
1: Oh, no, they love that part. Oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> I
2: know. That hasn't been the exact same for the entire uh, two and a half years we've been doing this show. It's, it's, people
1: like familiarity.
2: Is, it, is that what they like? Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know if these millennials like familiarity. Yo, millennials, shoot us a line. Yeah, shoot us a line. Snapchat us. That was, that was like dad talk right there. Snapchat shoot, me. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe no one contacts us because we're on all the wrong media. Yeah, we got no Snapchat. We got, we got no, no Insta. We have no no Josh and Noel, GRQ Josh and Noel Instagram. No. Uh, I think it's the same half a million people around the world that use Twitter at this point. Yeah. I don't think anyone really uses Twitter anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Uh, anyway. Anyway. This is Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel, where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel DeVine, uh, come together once a week, Uh, uh, with ideas based around a single topic, uh, where our goal, our only goal, our life goal, is to get you, the listener, as rich as possible, as quickly as possible. That's it. Uh, Noel picks a topic every week, um, and then we go up to our respective corners of the world. We come up with incredible ideas i'd have to say Mm -hmm. around that topic and we give them to you over these airways for free for free we don't ask for anything up front uh we are not uh like all these youtube sensations who are trying to sell you on a system no as if systems are are for everybody no we don't show you a video and
1: trick you into seeing people that have committed suicide in japan what you haven't heard about that
2: with the Logan Paul thing? Yeah, yeah I heard about that. We but don't what do you do mean? That. Yeah, what do you mean? No one tricked anyone. I believe his video said, Oh my God, we saw a dead body in Japan. Well, we don't do that. <clears throat> we don't do that. <clears throat> that's not how we suggest you well, we may have suggested that's how you get rich. Well. That may have been a, a, a concept of ours. Certainly death has been a part of our you know, we don't uh We don't let uh borders and laws mm-mm. Uh, affect our ideas in any way, shape, or form because no. some people don't let borders and laws affect their lives. That's right. You know, so we, we don't pander. We don't have a demographic that we speak to. We don't have a, we speak to everybody. Mm-hmm. And eventually what happens is one of our ideas touches you deeply. Yes. Deep in your soul. Deep. It rocks your world. Deep. She rocks it enough that you suddenly jump up. Yeah. Like someone shoved an electrical cord up your asshole <laughs> <laughs> and flip the switch and you jump up off of your barca lounger, mm-hmm. your lazy boy, oh, yeah. your easy glider, your uh, easy pass, mm-hmm. your uh, uh, toilet, whatever you happen to be sitting on when you just sit around doing nothing listening to our show and you jump up and you get hit with that. What does Oprah call it? I guess it's an aha moment. Sure. <clears throat> and you go out and you manifest, you action, as I like to say, our ideas, and you get fucking filthy rich yeah. in a very short period of time. It's like a moment of clarity, but it's a moment of... Uh, clarity.
1: cash charity, Oh,
2: that was just... Why did you even... Should have just stopped it like a moment of clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah, and you have this right, and, yeah. and, and it all becomes clear to you. Yeah, that's what a moment of clarity is and you see your path shining. Yeah. And you walk it. Through green colored glasses.
1: You money see the world. Money colored
2: glasses. Yeah. Right. That's what okay. I'm just trying to make sure that I get your So right. in
1: other countries you see them through whatever color <laughs> your money is. That's right. Glasses.
2: In, in in uh in uh uh Canada it would mm-hmm. probably be plastic lenses. Yeah. Because your money is plastic. Mm-hmm. In Quebec, they be plastique. <laughs> it's true. That's very true. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and you go on, you get rich. Uh-huh. You get rich quickly because yeah. our ideas are not. They're not like oh, let's just put our money somewhere and let it sit for forty years and mm-hmm. hopefully by the mm-hmm. time we retire, we'll be able to live okay. No, no. And this is like a it's year. Like
1: hopefully by the time the show's over,
2: <laughs> well,
1: you know? maybe
2: by the time that we we air the next show, by
1: the time this date. <clears throat> Is done cooking.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. By the time, uh, yeah, by the time the steak is done cooking, by the time you get off that treadmill, yeah, you are rich. Yeah. And, uh, what like le- happens? A week later, yeah, when you're basically full on retired because you don't know what to do with all that money you have and there's no point in working anymore, mm-hmm. and you're looking back on your life mm-hmm. and you're remembering the little people. Sure. That you stepped on along uh. the way to get. <laughs> get to where you are now Yeah,
1: when you're cleaning them out of the soles of your shoes that's
2: right you're gonna be like hey, what's this what's this particular thing that's in the bottom of my shoes that yeah. josh and noel yeah from get rich quick with josh and noel the inspiration for my rise to wealth and most importantly yeah.
1: happiness the ones from my origin story <laughs> that's
2: right um Wow, I remember those guys. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am now yeah. a week later. A week later. What can I do for them to thank them yeah. for all that I have now? And uh, it's not something you have to think about. No. Because we lay it out for you, Know What do we ask? Lay it
1: out. We ask for 10% of all those riches that you have stashed away in mm-hmm. that week. Ten percent, you tell us.
2: Right. Now, you know we we lay this time frame of a week out there because uh, we've done a lot of research. Yeah, that's on the average. Ideas. That's what it takes. That's pretty standard. What it would take, based on our uh, 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 polls and research that we've done on on all of our topics yeah. on how long our ideas take to get rich with, and uh, so so if it's five days in and mm-hmm. you're not rich yet. Borrow more money. Double down. <laughs> there you go. But the point being is, what I'm trying to say here is, is uh, we need to start seeing some checks, people. Yeah. That's all. I just want to put it out there. Just remind you guys, the ones of you that have gotten rich that still listen to the show, uh-huh. send us a
1: 10%. Yeah. We accept plastic.
2: <laughs> and by we, I mean Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why I like that so much. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what our show is. That's who we are. And uh, I haven't seen Noel all week. Nope. How you doing, Noel? I'm doing pretty good. That's good.
1: That's right. Uh, so, hey, uh, I forgot to give an update last week. But if anyone remembers, four weeks ago, <laughs> I talked about there's construction going on in my building. And they they uh, have shut down the lobby. The building I I work in. Your office building. And now we have to go into the freight entrance around the corner. And there's scaffolding, and it's all dumpsters, and it is a homeless heaven. Uh, Multiple people living in boxes along the building. And four weeks ago, I talked about how uh, there was an almost week-old biggest human turd I'd ever seen uh, laid there and it was doing proud. Next week I gave an update uh that it was still hanging in there super <coughs> proud and I had seen some people drive a cart into yep, it through it through it uh but it still survived and it was it was doing okay. Mm-hmm. I forgot to give an update last week, but let me tell you we've had three
2: nor'easters since the last mm-hmm. update.
1: It's still hanging strong.
2: Yeah, well, those Nor'easters kept it safe. <laughs> you know? Big hunk like that that's been sitting around for a couple of weeks. It's got a protective crust around it. Yes. Keeping the insides. It's like a, it's like an M&M. uh uh-huh. Right? It's a hard candy shell, but smooth, creamy chocolate on the inside. Yeah. And then you, you have that hard candy shell protecting the smooth creaminess on the inside, and then you cover it in uh, 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 snow and ice and some rain. Uh, it's not going anywhere. It's on a grate, though. So logic would would dictate you, well, that at some point yeah. it
1: would get rehydrated enough to just go through the grate. Apparently not.
2: No, it's super turd. It is the turd of the future. Uh huh. It's the turd of the people. Maybe that should be a topic. Maybe that turd should be a topic.
1: <laughs> it, it is going to be a topic soon. Uh huh. I'm you gonna have, to have a spinoff show, and it's gonna be Turd Alert. And I'm just every week going to tell you that thing's still freaking there. Intro
2: music for it like news like <laughs> yeah. turtler turtle this just in this just it. out not just a month ago out. <laughs> <laughs> you should run a test you should take a shit on uh-huh. a book or something in your house and just leave it there. Well I live alone it would be there as long <laughs> as I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. So is that it? Is that your story of the week? Yeah, the turd of the people. The turd of the people. There you go. I guess I guess I'm trying to think how to how to uh Yeah, I think you stumped me on that one. Really? The People's Turd? It's not the people you made no reference to it being the People's I did. Turd. When did you do that? And I said it was super turd, turd of the future, People's Turd? Uh, I'm, I missed the people's turd uh. part of it until you just said it just now. Well, yeah, if it's a people's turd, turd, then it's the turd of the people and it's got a populist message. Yeah. And what is that populist message, Noel?
1: It is, hey, I, I'm with you on the streets.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's saving my like, life. You know, you guys do what you want, shit on the street. Yeah. It's all okay. Don't no try one it really on me. cares. Yeah. I can't believe that no one has cleaned it up at this point. As
1: I told you in my second <laughs> update, is that there was a uh, Times Square cleaning crew
2: that <laughs> just walked around inches it, right? away
1: from it cleaning up and pretending they didn't see this thing that was like the size of a shoebox a foot from them.
2: Right, but I get that that the Times Square cleaning crew is going to do it because all they've got are sweepers and garbage pails, uh-huh. right? So if he runs his broom through that thing, yeah. his broom in, and his little little uh uh you know, flippy what the fuck are those things called? A, oh, a so. dustbin. Thank you. His dustbin, uh, dustpan, uh-huh. are are ruined for the rest of the day. He's just going to have shit on them uh-huh. for the rest of the day. And his garbage pail is going to be full of feces. <laughs> but, you know, every major building that I've been around has an entire crew of guys who go out there and hose off the sidewalk. Like, you'd, break out the fucking hose and hose it down the grate. You'd think so. Could you imagine being in the subway? And standing there and feeling like this drip, drip, drip on your head. Oh. And it's this fucking turd water that's being sprayed. Oh. That would be the worst. I think our building's between stations. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So there you go. It's not going to bother anyone. No, but some poor worker. MTA yeah. worker? <clears throat> Track but, worker? Yeah. Well, whatever. That's They're fucking in the subway. They're walking around on the ground of the subway. There are way worse things they're dealing with. Potential diseases. Rats. I can't tell you... At this point, I see rats on the subway tracks every time I go on the subway, like it's just a given. When I used to go to Williamsburg all the time for work, there were so many fucking rats. There was this one rat with a broken tail that just loved to just cruise around that track on the on the on the Manhattan bound side. It was disgusting. No one cared. Yeah. Anyway. 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 So, the topic today, Noel, is is populism. How to.
1: Have that one foot on the streets with the people. Uh-huh. Help get that other foot in the
2: bank. There you go. You you worked that one up, I didn't just, you? As I thought about did it that, right Did that then? just pop out of your head? Basically, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good then. I'll give you that one. Um, Populism, Noel. Yeah. What is it and how are we going to get rich off okay, of it? Okay,
1: well, I'm going to tell you. Uh, populism is uh, not right-wing or left-wing. No. It is basically supporting the interests and values of the people in their struggle against the privileged elite.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say that even during the primaries uh-huh. of this country's this great country's election yeah. in twenty sixteen, yeah, you had populists on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, it
1: was a pop off. <laughs> uh in our last election, both <laughs> Trump and Bernie Sanders were considered to be populists. Uh-huh. Uh Bernie wanting to attack The billionaire class whose grip on the state led to a massive transfer of wealth from the middle class and poor to the wealthiest. Mm -hmm. Trump claims to want to drain the swamp and help out the working class are both sincere, are both full of it. You be the judge. Wow. Uh, In all truth, all politicians are trying to some degree to have a populist appeal. Uh, Right. They want to be. To appear to be (coughs) of the people. And even, even Mitt Romney made a horrible effort at this, right? A mm-hmm. uh, horrible.
2: Yeah. So did <laughs> so did Dukakis. Yeah. It's been the failure of many a politician. Yeah. You know, Dukakis in the tank that was considered yeah. his failing. The thing that that he that that cost him everything. Yeah. How retarded he looked. Sorry. How stupid he looked. Yeah. Uh uh in that tank with that helmet on his head.
1: <laughs> yeah. Pretty stupid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. so. Uh, but how are you going to make money off that? I was talking about it with a coworker, and asked him that, and he told me, well, you know, the Nazis were a populist movement, so do like Hugo Boss. It worked out pretty well for them,
2: uh-huh. for him. Uh-huh.
1: Right? So if you don't know, Hugo Boss made the uniforms of the Nazis. No. Uh, he definitely made a lot of money, but I uh, think that missed the point of our show, which is populism, not just like... Uniform fetishism.
2: I I thought you were going to go with when, when he said, you know, the Nazis were populist, so do like the Nazis and just take entire groups of people, turn them into slaves, take everything that they have... And keep it for yourself.
1: No, that's not what I said.
2: I didn't say that's what you said. Yeah. I said I thought that's where you were yeah. going. I did not expect to hear <laughs> you Hugo. Think horrible things I, about well, me. Well, it. I. Th- it that was that was, uh, that was the uh, obvious direction. I'm I was such not a fashion thinking... Maven. You didn't think I was going straight <laughs> I know, to Hugo Boss? Hugo Boss. It's true. Uh, so uh,
1: I didn't think that was right, but it did plant a little bit of a seed. And then I listened to Rachel Maddow. <laughs> Okay. And uh, she was reporting about the Pennsylvania special election uh-huh. this week. Uh, yeah, go blue. Yeah, go blue. Uh, so the entire Trump team made a full court press to try and help that Saccone guy.
2: I love that that was the team, though, right? Like, those four were the the, the, the team.
1: Yeah. Uh, Don Jr.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: went to a uh, chocolate Easter bunny plant. Yep, And he got forced to wear a hairnet. Yep. And I didn't realize this, but apparently it's a common trope amongst politicos to never wear a hairnet. Everyone looks like an idiot in one. <laughs> it's true. But the thing is, you know, uh, you're you're at the chocolate plant, shaking hands, making speeches. Things are going well. The
2: rich owner comes up and he's hobnobbing with you, asks if you want to meet the workers. Did you see that photo that was going around of that interview with him that someone had taken with a forced perspective? There was a big chocolate Easter bunny, Uh and it just looked like this hand was coming from the Easter bunny with a microphone interviewing (laughs) Donald Trump. (laughs) No, I didn't see that. really ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, the owner asks if you
1: want to meet the workers, and of course you say yes. Yeah. Then they turn to you, pull out the mandatory hairnet, and it's too late to say no, <laughs> right? It's yeah. too late. You can't. You look like yeah. a jerk, uh-huh. right? Same thing goes for fast food. You go to M- McDees, you know, and your photo ops, real people. You're killing it. You're mm-hmm. eating a burger, mm-hmm. having a milkshake. <clears throat> and uh, the owner comes up and he's like, hey, you want to get back here and flip some burgers? It'll be great pics. And you say, sure, hairnet. Hairnet comes out, mm-hmm. and you look like a jerk. That uh, you, you Would just... you
2: look, would do you think it would be better for them if, like, so, for instance, Adam McDonald's. Uh-huh. So, like, like, I imagine Obama got away with a lot because his hair was so short and tight. Sure. Right? So you don't really need a hairnet for that, but he could have worn, you know, worn the cap. Sure. Right? Like, that wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. If you go to, like, a Mickey D's and you got to wear the baseball cap or the little yeah. fast food guy hat, yeah. the, the short order cook hat, the paper hat. Yeah. You know. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Okay,
1: so, uh, you know, Canada gets stuck in similar situations, <clears throat> not just in in restaurants with hairnets.
2: Canada does, but
1: all is bad. Candidates.
2: Oh, candidates. Yeah.
1: Okay. The t- topic I gotcha. was talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> all over the place. Uh, and and they're not necessarily as bad. Uh huh. But this is what you, dear listener, are going to do. You are going to make branded industrial worker wear for all possible situations, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to follow the entourage around in a van. Want to see the plant? Sure. Go grab a Make America Great Again hairnet or Mm -hmm. other branding for any other Mm -hmm. candidate, right? Want to see the assembly line? Sure. Designer, Make America great again work gloves and goggles right uh you're going to make for every for every candidate mm-hmm. you're going to make a full line of you know work gloves boots <clears throat> aprons hard hats hairnets goggles uh the breath things uh knee pads for for roofers you know mm-hmm. everything there is and it's going to be top dollar because they're going to be good. They're going to be for every candidate for every situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're also going to get paid to drive around following this this uh, entourage with the full possible gear of what they might need. You you could have a welder's mask. I've seen welder. I've seen MAGA welder's masks. Yeah, you you get well. So here's the thing, MAGA. Bernie, whatever it is, yeah, I got you. You brand brand it right. Mm -hmm. uh, They go up with their fantastic on-brand gear. They don't look like a jerk. I thought everyone looks like a jerk in a hairnet. Not if you design it right. Everyone looks jerk like a jerk in a hairnet. That is the kind of hairnet that they give to people that have to wear hairnets. But if you design it right, it's not going to look bad. It's not going to go halfway down your forehead. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could make it... Like a fitted hairnet. A fitted hairnet right. with a logo on it. Right. Some color to it.
2: Wouldn't that look a little
1: weird? It'll look great. And so <laughs> not only do you not look like a moron, you look great, and or the candidate looks great and they're on brand, and once the, hit, once the picks hit the press... They can sell whatever that item is online, and your supporters can show they are just like you, just like you showed them you are just like them. So, if it, the, I, I'm just going to keep going to the Trump example because he's mm-hmm. got the the most obvious <clears throat> brand, right? right? So you you have your Make America Great Again hairnets. Suddenly, every fast food worker industrial kitchen worker anything like that that's a trump supporter radio host radio radio host mm-hmm. they get make america great again hairnets. yeah i get you, you. know uh, i understand
2: i understand the premise construction workers get make america great again tool belts mhm yes branding you're talking about branding but
1: now i'm talking about selling them to all the supporters as well right so that's, that's big money that's branding but it's not just branding; it's br- it's selling it to the people, not just the, the candidate. I'm selling yeah, lines I, I, of industrial I, equipment now. I, you well, get not, that?
2: Not industrial equipment.
1: If you if you make enough, you can move into it. Start selling tractors.
2: You're you're designing and branding yeah lines of stuff for people yeah with the candidate's brand mm-hmm. whatever that may be yeah whether it be Bernie, whether it be MAGA whether it be, you know, I don't know, pick your poison. But it's
1: all industrial.
2: uh, Right. I get it. (laughs) So what you're saying Uh is suits and ties Mm -hmm. with, like, Bernie Sanders on it, stuff for, like, uh, 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 Wall Street guys. No. No. Of the people. (laughs) Are those not people?
1: Of the salt of the earth people.
2: Oh, I see. I'm talking...
1: Fishing bibs.
2: <laughs> Fishing bibs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, uh, I knew what you meant before. Okay. You just said it so many times that I felt I had Coveralls. To. Coveralls. Yeah. yeah. I gotcha. Onesies.
1: <laughs> Not onesies. Onesies. That's okay. what a
2: coverall is a well, jumper. Okay. Jumpsuits. Carhartt jackets. Carhartt jackets. Yeah. Then all the hipsters will be rocking those. Those yeah. are the elite. That's right. The hipsters are the elite. That's where the money comes in. That's
1: where the extra money comes in.
2: Okay. Jean jackets. Sure. Jean jackets yeah. bring it on the farm. That's right. Hard hats. Hard hats. Yeah. I think I already said that one. No, oh, did you? Yeah. I'm sorry. I always want, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I always wonder if that's sort of like. They do the whole, whenever they go to visit industrial stuff, it tends to be places where you have to wear a hard hat. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's because nobody looks stupid in a hard hat.
1: You do, well, no one looks horrible in a
2: hard hat. Right. I but mean. You, you you
1: could look good in it, though. You could rock it.
2: Oh, sure. Some people absolutely rock it. Yeah. You know, you got to have that Marlboro Man look. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, the hairnet, the loose. And and the one that Don Trump Jr. was wearing, which was the the sort of black mesh one. Yeah. That's the worst one to wear. Oh, yeah.
1: He looked like a moron.
2: You know, I mean, it's like. He you, is a moron. Yeah, well, exactly. With his slicked back hair. Because yeah. you can see the hair through that. At least with the, the sort of opaque white ones. Uh-huh. The disposable white ones. Those, at least in a weird way. And, and the lab coats make you think of a surgeon or something like that. It, it, yeah. You just you don't think like, I can see his stupid hair with yeah. a stupid hairnet.
1: You know, apparently his wife listened to our show two weeks ago.
2: And is divorcing him. Yes. Yeah. I so, didn't know they had five kids, dude. I didn't know that either. Five kids. It's like, uh, there's so much Trump seed out there. <laughs> I mean, he's got five kids or six kids. All of his kids have tons of kids. Like, we're never getting rid of this family. Just like
1: you're never getting rid of my family.
2: Well I don't care about your family. All right, because they all,
1: they all, I haven't had any kids, but the rest of them. Holy <laughs> well. moly. You know
2: that's how it goes. Uh, that's solid idea, branding. Yeah, never would have thought of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if yours is branding and you forced me into calling it branding, when that's not what I was trying to call
2: it. Well, wait, that's not what you were trying to call it, but that's what it is. It was industrial <laughs> wear, <Where? laughs> bespoke, you, custom it's not wear. Bespoke. It's not bespoke. It's bespoke if only the candidate's wearing it, and it was made specifically to fit them. Well, it also is right. that. I get that. That's yeah. bespoke, but that's also very elitist. Oh, but it's of the people. <laughs> I love what you try to convince me that if you just stick with you are like a politician. Steel toe boots. You are like a you are you are such a politician. Bright red steel toe yeah, boots. Brand those bad boys. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's see what you got then. <laughs> I but I think I have an idea what it's about.
2: <laughs> oh, do you? I don't know. Is um, it industrial wear? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. So, let's talk about populism. Okay. And specifically, I guess what I'm talking about is the current current wave of populism that we're we we're passing through in this world. Ugh. Certainly in the West, in Europe and the United States, Australia, mm-hmm. um and I think even in in, you know, parts of Asia, uh, this far-right populism that is uh, uh, taking over. I don't know if you just saw, but um, uh, Italy, through everyone's terror, has basically put the far-right populace in deep power in their four separate parties or three separate parties uh, now uh, have something like 65% of uh, whatever the hell it is, their version of governance is over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, people were shocked by this. Mm -hmm. People thought that when uh, 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 France, Marine Le Pen lost in France and uh, uh, the far right got trounced in uh, in Germany, Mm -hmm. that that was going to be the end of it. But no such luck. Blips on the radar, as they say. Two of the core messages of the far-right populace around the world, and we saw it with Trump, we saw it with UKIP, we saw it with uh, uh, the National Front in France, we're now rebranded as the National Rally, Mm -hmm. um, have been smaller government privatization and Mm anti-immigrant stances, kicking out those illegal aliens and... Taking the responsibility for things away from the government and giving it to companies to run themselves. Mm -hmm. Doesn't cost the, you know, not supposed to cost the taxpayer anything. But wait, is that true? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. And how are we going to make money off of it? I don't know. So I was thinking about how do we take those two things and make a fortune off of it. Mm -hmm. Well, So so this is what I, I looked up. So... I thought, how much does it cost for ICE yeah. to deport a human being, an illegal alien from this country? Probably a lot. It costs. Where the hell is the number? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here it is. And, and, and this is from 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from 2016. This is pre Trump what it cost and how much was spent, it costs an average of $10,854 per person. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, uh includes everything from housing and feeding a de- detainee to transporting him or her back to his home country. Okay? Um, this was 2016. In 2016, fiscal year 2016, ICE itself handled some 240,000 deportation cases mm-hmm. uh, and spent $3.2 billion dollars to do so Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fucking money yep um and when you look at sort of uh what they're spending it on how it breaks down uh it's all stuff that you could do yourself Mm -hmm. uh for instance um the housing the detainees You, we've talked about this in the past of sort of setting up your own prison in your home. Yeah, right. You can do this. You can make detainees, and it's going to be a lot safer. A lot of these guys, you know, these these detainees are not busted for violent crimes or anything like that. Most of them nowadays, the way they're doing it is they get hit for a traffic violation or something like that. They're detained. They're checked, their immigration status is checked. If they're found to be illegal, then they're just held. Mm-hmm. And then ICE shows up and pulls them and then puts them in a detention center. Yeah. Well, why can't that detention center be your extra bedroom? Sure. You know, you could fit like three or four detainees in there. You're going to have to feed them, mm-hmm. right? Stophers, whatever your frozen food of choice is. You're going to get paid top dollar for all of this, right? Now, this is the other thing. So, this is where it gets, this is where I kind of get very excited about this. So,
1: this is whatever <laughs> the horrible part is, then, right? <laughs>
2: so, no, I wouldn't call it horrible. Okay. Um, so, it's the transportation. Uh, okay. So, a lot of the, you know, they have to fly everywhere, mm-hmm. right? And so, where a lot of the money is being spent is so, for instance, for people who are being sent back to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. uh, there's one flight a month that goes out that goes to the Caribbean. And so, they have to detain these people for a month right, till the flight goes or can be up to a month. Sometimes it's a few days, sometimes it's a few Depends weeks. On Depends on when. when they grab these people, when they when they get them. Um, you're going to get your pilot's license. You're going to get, you know, your little small Cessna, four or five-seater. You're going to keep it. And you're going to do trips every day, mm-hmm. back and forth and back and forth. You're going to take, as you build up money, you can get a bigger plane and do this. But for Every detainee that has to get transported uh, uh, via airplane, it requires them to, they have to have two marshals on the airplane with them. Mm -hmm. So you are going to have, for every two detainees, you're four marshals. You're going to be charging by the person, Mm -hmm. right? You're an ICE plane, basically. You're sponsored by ICE, so no one's going to be checking your immigration stuff and stuff like that. Uh You're going to be flying to places like... uh, jamaica um venezuela mexico you know what you're going to be doing when you land and they are processing these people and the agents are taking these people you're going to be loading your plane up with all sorts of illegal drugs and flying them back with the ice agents who Uh have the marshals who have Uh no idea what you're doing no and no one's going to be checking you because you're working for immigration. You're getting paid by immigration. Yeah. And you are just going to roll through. You are double dipping in the best way. Uh-huh. You are taking the money from the government. You are privatizing. You are living the American dream. No one can claim. And and you are uh, uh, destroying the fabric of the country simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. That's what it is. You privatize uh, deportations uh, and uh, 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 processing. Well, you're not doing much of the processing, but you're doing the detention, the deportation, uh-huh. and on top of it, you got to make that money for the trip back. Ask any cab driver who goes out to the uh, goes out to the airport. Yeah, they don't want to leave the airport without a fare. Got to make that money. Same thing coming back. You got to make that money. Yeah. So there you go. All right, uh, so, yeah,
1: if you're, uh, you know, a, a, a Nazi out there.
2: Why Nazi? You, no, no, no. Why no, no, a no, no. But let me, no, let why, me just say. No. Why a Nazi? No, why should I let you just say, you just said if you're a Nazi out there.
1: Okay, not a Nazi. Uh-huh. A uh, a popular rallyist. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, you were to see Josh in a bar. Uh-huh. You'd probably want to buy him a beer. You know what you could do instead? <laughs> Is you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com uh, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and All show page and uh, hit the pledge <laughs> button and pledge an amount just give that money straight to Josh. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, Why would a Nazi want to buy a guy named Josh a beer? Maybe they like that idea. Um, <laughs> if, if, you, uh, if you don't if you're not, you could just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com hit, and hit the pledge button. And uh, Yeah, pl- if
2: you decide that, why am I going to give them 10% on an idea that's basically just branding?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what are you talking I can just watch Shark Tank for that. I don't want to give these guys any money.
1: Uh, then you could uh, pledge and mount all that money, go to Radio Free Brooklyn, let right. that money come to us, and uh, you could have a note saying, uh, great, you're just like the rest of the world. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, so, you know, every week we uh, we not only give you a topic full of ways to get crazy rich. Mm-hmm. We also give you another crazy little way to get another crazy little rich. <laughs> so, Mr. Josh, please take it away.
2: The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free
0: Brooklyn. When I first moved to the Washington DC area, I asked myself, what would it be like to live in this house or that house, or go to this restaurant and meet this people and order this on the menu? And I fantasized about this so strongly that these desires became really powerful and it eventually came to fruition. Remember my friends, if you can see it, you can be it. If you can view it, you can do it. Anything is possible if you make a list and if you write it down. Don't be afraid to think abundantly. If you want that big million dollar ring at the diamond store and you don't know how you're gonna do it, write it down. If you want a basketball team and you don't know how it's possible, write it down. If you want some new camera equipment and you don't know how you're gonna get it, write it down. Even if it's tens of thousands of dollars, but you're a videographer and you're hungry and you wanna get it done, write it down, make a list and see the possibilities.
2: I love the randomness. (laughs) Of, like, things that he chooses. If you want that giant diamond ring. Yeah. If you want to own that basketball team. Yeah. If you want to get some video equipment because you're a videographer, just write it down. People like this. Yeah. This people. (laughs) This people. Meet this people. (laughs) Yeah. We need to... I I feel like we need to take Daniel off of tip of the week Uh and give him his own spot. You know? He'll start charging us. uh, No, I think he'd be appreciative of the uh of, We need
1: to kidnap Daniel Alley. We do. We need to kidnap with, what's him. What's that movie? The King of Comedy. Uh-huh. We got a King of Comedy this. Yeah. Only with
2: <laughs> with a with, with a, a financial
1: uh, King of Comedy. Yeah,
2: with a uh uh whatever he is. Um I, I finally he I I really was wondering how the hell he makes his money. Uh-huh. And then I finally found his website. Okay? Like cuz I've only seen his YouTube channel. And I found his website and, and and he basically offers like packages where you get to t- listen in on uh, 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 phone uh meetings that he has with various, you know, and, and you can then the phone meeting will be recorded for on, on the record for 30 days so you can listen to it. You can pick up your phone and listen to it anytime you want. Really? It's very strange. Yeah, it is. Guy gets like a thousand dollars for one of these fucking well, packages that he sells on the website doesn't
1: mean anyone's getting
2: it. I don't know, that's what he's, you know, that's what it is. That's his his money. What do you think people Oh, you mean no one's buying it. Well, but then I don't understand how he does these videos where he's like standing in front of a car, an expensive car. I mean, he's got a, it costs money to rent yeah. that car even if it's not his or car. Or the
1: end of the video that gets cut out every time is him getting chased off the car lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, Populism, Noel. Populism. You are clearly on the track. That's right. Of being a great populist candidate. I am. Why don't you tell us how you're going to make money? Okay, my friends. Uh, So this is what you're going to
1: do. Populism. Other characteristics of it. It often has a charismatic leader, and it promises to give things to the common people. Right? Mm -hmm. Chicken in every pot. Hmm. Free college tuition. Yep. A wall. Yeah. <laughs> <like> a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so we're recording this on on Thursday. Uh huh. And I looked at the New York Times today, and I actually took a screenshot of it because there were two breaking stories. One that Mueller uh, has subpoenaed the all the Trump companies into the russian right. investigation yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's the new one yeah right below that t- complete coincidence uh that uh we are are uh whatever censuring
2: russia we're finally sanctioning and centering russia that we their rush for meddling with the election yeah <laughs> it's like dude you are just a two-year-old he is, but it's you know, it's interesting that you know it's it worked. It just does, you know, as bad as it is, as obvious as it is, it's amazing that people mm-hmm. will just intentionally deny that this is a real thing. Yeah, it
1: didn't it
2: seems like uh, Pennsylvania? How it's going? Yeah, uh,
1: that's true, <laughs> right? Uh, so I read an article uh, from a c- couple weeks ago. This was uh, the Indian state of Tamil Nadu mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> decided to put up or decided to up the ante on offering people stuff. Okay. Uh, so sort of a new take on the give a man a fish, he eat for a day, teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime yeah. type thing. Yeah, yep. Uh, so this is a quote. Most governments are tackling poverty problems the old-fashioned way, trying to make sure that the underprivileged citizens have access to food, Water, a place to live, and basic health care. The Indian state of Tamil Nadu, on the other hand, is taking a slightly different approach, becoming Mm -hmm. the first state in the world to offer free cosmetic breast surgery to both impoverished women (laughs) and men. These procedures are currently funded by the state health department, but authorities are trying to get health insurance providers on board to cover them as well. So
2: Dr. S, the, uh-huh. They're getting men, like, breast reduction surgeries? I don't know. I think enhance. I don't y- know. You think men are getting their breasts enhanced? I don't think men are getting anything. I think if it's getting, if it's reduction, I'm going to Tamil. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. S. El- El-
1: El- Elango, a former state health director, told reporters that the scheme is a populist waste of money. It sounds populist, <clears throat> but it is not an ideal public health program, Elango said. State funds are required for emerging non-communicable diseases and communicable diseases. It's sad that we are now focusing on beauty instead of life savering surgeries, but the people— Life-savoring surgeries. Life-saving surgeries. Uh Uh-huh. The
2: people you want pity. I,
1: I mispronounce enough stuff, and then you invent some and just throw you said them in no. there.
2: When you listen back to this, you will hear that yeah. you said life-savoring. Maybe I will. I swear to God uh, you will. But
1: the people love it,
2: right? This is a Do step, they really? They
1: love it. This is a step in the right direction, right? Uh. <laughs> so I, I had to think, like, what else do the people love, right? Mm-hmm. What do the people want? Mm-hmm. What do the people
2: the people of this country, the people of the world of this country, our country, our country around in the world, but yeah, yeah. around the world. Yeah, the, the, what do they love? Vagina refreshing surgery. No,
1: no, I'm not. I'm getting away from surgery. Okay. Uh they want they want a little shot of fame.
2: Yeah, they right? do. Yep.
1: So this is what you're going to do. You're going to start up a pack, as mm-hmm. well. We've already said packs can be super fast packs. and loose, and how you. Spend the money, get the money, mm-hmm. whatever you do, you 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 win on every side of these things, right? Mm-hmm. And what your PAC's going to do, okay, is it's going to support a candidate. Oh boy! And the way you are going to support this candidate mm-hmm. is you're going to have rallies, televised rallies, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and at these rallies, you know, there might be a little speech for the candidate or something like that, but the majority of what it is is you're going to show what kind of people the supporters of this candidate are, and you're going to call them up, mm-hmm. and they're going to come up, and they're going to sing a song. Oh, boy. They're going to dance. Oh, boy. They're going to tell some <laughs> jokes. They're going to do some ventriloquism. Uh-huh, ventriloquism.
2: Yeah. Whatever their talent is. Whatever they, their secret talent is, uh-huh. they're going to whistle a song, it's going to be like the tour of America's Got Talent. It is. It's going to be like, but it's going to be also kind of like when Bruce Springsteen always, would always bring up that one person to dance with him on stage. Mm-hmm. Right? And they made they even did the video that made Courtney Cox famous. Uh-huh. That was her first thing. You didn't know that? That, that was Bruce Springsteen's oh. thing. I don't know if he still does it, but for years and years, uh, when he would go on tour... For a given song that was upbeat, he would grab one person out of the audience and pull them on stage. This was before bringing people out of the audience on stage has become a thing, because that's like a thing now. Uh-huh. Everyone wants to go viral with like having the kid in the front row sing your song with you and like be like, oh my God, what a voice. Oh shit. Yeah. You know, Beyonce is so amazing. She let this kid steal her spotlight for five minutes. But same idea. Yeah. My point. And,
1: and, and as the campaign progresses, Mm-hmm. It's not all just always new people. You're going to get some rising stars. You're going to yeah. have your own Joe the Plumbers. Yep. Who can tap dance like a mofo or uh-huh. something, you know? Joe and, the Tapper. Yeah. And you will make huge money. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to spend it in any way possible. How are you going to make huge money off of that? Because it's your super pack.
2: Oh, okay. And gotcha. you're
1: making money for the super pack through this. And you're just, you know, shoveling it out the back door. And then
2: I guess what you can do is the particularly good talent you uh-huh. can send out on tour. Yes. You know? You make albums. You make
1: <laughs> right. DVDs. Right. For the old people, you make VHS tapes. So your goal
2: isn't really to win whatever it is you're running for. <laughs> no, you're not running. You're supporting a candidate. You are making a pack to support a candidate. Okay, I got you. So you are not the candidate in no. this situation. You are just running the super PAC. Yeah. And the and you are running the super PAC and you are sort of running the campaign as well. You're you're running this this. <laughs> these rallies. Right. These rallies though, but the candidates there, right? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> so so people are basically just showing up to audition. Maybe yeah. <laughs> But it's done in their name. <laughs> and then you know what you can do with these rallies? Uh-huh. You can sell T-shirts. Their branded tool belts. Dude. What? And hair nets? I don't minimize everything you do. I'm not minimizing. I'm I'm wow. I'm double dipping. Okay. I'm, cross, okay. I'm crossing. I'm right. crossing your two you ideas. So, so sell hairnets? Yeah. Industrial wear. Whatever. Yeah. Because these are the people that you're that are coming to your rallies. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. This is what we're talking about, populism, the people, the salt of the earth. Yeah. These are the people that we're trying to get out here with the hidden talent. Yeah. We're not going to, like, fucking New York and L.A. where everyone's an actor, Mm-mm. and everyone's going to go be like, oh, what oh, a great no. voice. No. Right. We're exactly. We're in the hinterland. Exactly. We're in the place where people are using industrial uh, 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 uniform stuff. Yeah. So don't poo-poo <laughs> me. Don't <laughs> ah! say I'm putting you down. Okay. I'm adding right. to. Okay. I am adding to. Go fuck yourself, Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, jerk! <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, well, you may know what this one is. <laughs> okay. Um. So for the first time, in uh, a long time, mm-hmm. the uh, baby boomers, starting next year, actually, uh-huh. the baby boomers will not be, uh, the uh, uh largest voting block, the largest generation of Americans eligible to vote. Okay. Uh, right now, and they have been for the past forty years, unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a generation to hold that, that uh, what would you call it? Would it be an Mantle? honor, a distinction, a distinction. I'll, I'll go with a distinction. Okay. Uh, to 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 hold that distinction.
1: Yeah. Hey, baby boomers. Who? You sure were hippies, but you have mucked things up yeah. since.
2: Fucked everything up, man. <laughs> it just goes to show how many were not hippies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, no, you know who the biggest voting block is going to be who? by next year? The millennials. Oh. Yeah. They're going to account for about 35% okay. of total eligible voters in this country. Yeah. Along with the Gen Xers, that's mm-hmm. you and me, son, which we account for about 16%. Okay. We're going to be almost half the country. Um, the problem with this is, though, the problem. One of the problems mm-hmm. is particularly with local elections. Millennials don't vote. Yeah, they. they it's a, <laughs> it's a problem, that uh uh people are trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I think what the realization is, yeah, is that. There are no candidates that speak to millennials and what their needs are. To them. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> so you know, Bernie touched on it to a degree. Yeah, Bernie touched the millennials. He did touch the millennials. <laughs> Bernie touched the millennials to a degree, but he was uh, an old, old Jewish dude, old yeah. white guy, as they like to say. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, Jews were not considered white people. You know, mm-hmm. we were not white guys we were Jews, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to probably give know. it a few more years. I don't want to play It'll any identity be... politics, yeah. but, you know, um, but, you know, he was an old white guy. He didn't really get to where they get their their scene, man. Yeah. He wasn't down with whatever the kids are doing these days. Yeah. You know, he hit on certain things. Right. He hit on the yeah. on the on the he hit on some millennials and he touched them. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. So. What you're going to do is you are going to be, and this is obviously for people in their mid-30s and younger, Yeah, you're going to be the millennial populist candidate. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's the key. I think that's the key nowadays, dividing up the voter block and speaking to a very specific segment. And as long as you speak to enough of them and, and motivate them to get out and vote and turn everyone else off enough that they don't want to vote, yeah. you'll win. Um, now, I am not a millennial. Okay. I don't really know a hundred percent. Noel had thrown out some ideas earlier, like what were some of the what was some of the corny shit you, were <laughs>
1: uh, you, you you could be a, a a candidate who
2: doesn't leave your mom's basement, plays a lot of video games, plays a lot of video games, doesn't leave your mom's basement, ba- yeah, lives in the basement, uh, trolls, like spends a lot of time trolling other oh. people on Twitter. That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't say that, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I put those three together. You
1: have a, a mainly Snapchat based. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kansas-y. You.
2: That that you're you that would be fantastic if yeah. it was entirely based on Snapchat. Yeah, you didn't actually go and do live rallies. You would just do uh, online town halls via Snapchat. Yeah, um, but those are just some ideas that you can uh, 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 bite into, you know. But again, we're talking about Super PAC money. Yeah, we're talking about. I mean, if you look at how much money uh, Bernie collected with twenty and thirty and forty and fifty dollar uh uh donations. Mm-hmm. Uh he didn't he had, you know, it was historical. Um and that's a lot of money and that can go all in your pocket. Yeah. And and possibly you could win whatever it is you're running oh, for. Yeah. And uh then you
1: could build the biggest mm, basement in the world.
2: That's right. And you can rent it out. You can you can ha- you know do what Trump does yeah. and and get, you know, foreign Countries will try to curry favor. Foreign yeah. governments will yeah, try yeah. to curry favor yeah. with you by asking if they could stay in your gigantic mom's basement yeah. and hang out with you, and you'll charge them a fee. Um, tons of ways. Just yeah. look at the Trump playbook on how to make money off oh, of this.
1: The other thing we had said uh, for the millennial candidate to be, uh-huh. to appeal to his fellow brethren, would be to uh, be pansexual.
2: Yes, that's right. Polyamorous. Uh, polyamorous polyamorous pansexual. or pansexual. Uh, uh, you can, uh, 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 only go by they.
1: Yeah. Or, or any interesting pronoun.
2: Right. <laughs> any interesting pronoun. Yeah. Any pronoun you, you, you perceive to be the, yeah. the one that works for you at a given moment. Um, yeah. And, and all very reasonable and, 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 but you know, you need to hit all the demographic cause I will say the millennials Got a lot of demographics in it. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, women and men and, you know, LGBTQ. I mean, it's just, it's it's broad. Mm-hmm. There's a broad spectrum there. And, you know, I think that's part of the thing. It's hard to peg them down. Mm-hmm. But as a millennial. Yeah. You're you, going to have to peg them. You're going to have to peg them. <laughs> yep. You're absolutely right. So there you go, guys. That's what it is. Yeah. that's That's pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. And thanks for helping me with it earlier, hey, Noel. no problem. I slept through my, uh, 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 I had a little narcolepsy today, and I just passed out at some point. Didn't wake up till it was too late. Yeah. Story of my life. Yeah. That well, was my wedding day.
1: No. <laughs> did you almost sleep through your wedding?
2: I did not, no. I okay. was full of nerves and excitement yeah. and love. Oh. I was filled with love. Okay. Yeah, still am. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: How many how many years have you guys been married?
2: Uh, married. I think we got married in two thousand one. We got married right after nine eleven, three weeks after nine eleven. Okay. Um, and uh so what is that? That's seventeen years we've been married. Uh huh. Or going on seventeen years that we've been married. we've been together twenty two or three. Okay. It's a long time. Yeah. We lived together for about five, six years before we got married. All right. Oh, God, it's been forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> over half my life, or about half my life. Yeah. Now. No, not over, but closing in on half my life, I've been with this woman.
1: Once it gets over half, she owns you.
2: <clears throat> oh, no, it it happens way quicker than that. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Anyone who tells you that, it's, oh fifty 50%. It's a lie. Uh-huh. You're. Ugh. I think 10 years, it's pretty much a done deal. Okay. Yeah. All like, right. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, uh, if you guys want to reach out and touch Josh, if you want to peg him, if you want to hit him hit him up, uh, you can get him on Twitter at grq Josh Knoll.
2: Uh, You can email him at uh, GRQwithJoshKnoll at gmail.com. You can
1: get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQJoshKnoll. You can go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review. Please do. Uh, if you only listen to us, on podcast form, we implore you: please tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock on Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before anyone else. Get there early, listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around late, listen to it. It's all nice on ice. Either way, get over to Radio Free Brooklyn, guys. Hell wave, hell wave after them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, you got a lot of money in your pockets. You got to spend it. So. Get out there, spend it. Josh can tell you how. Spend that
0: money! (laughs) But there is a vast amount of corruption available for purchase all around the world. Whether it's a bribe to a police chief in Afghanistan worth $100,000 to the $1.2 billion worth of bribes the Mexican cartels pay to police. If the money's there, someone is gonna accept it. How much does it cost to bribe prison guards in Mexico to let a cartel boss escape from prison? about $2.5 million. A bribe to let a North Korean defector sneak across the border into South Korea costs about $6,000. Everyone has a price, and you just gotta make sure your bribe is fair enough or someone might squeal. TSA was even caught with corruption charges, not screening suitcases for the price of about $2,400 for each suitcase. They got caught, allowing powdery substances making its way to its next destination.
2: There you go, bribing people. Yeah. That's a good way to spend that money. Yeah, it
0: sure is. Bribe them all. Bribe them
2: all. Uh, do we have time for? Uh, rules? We got
1: time for one or two. So you know, how do you know their schemes are good enough for you to risk your hard-earned money on and uh, become rich? It's because Josh scour's the internet for rules getting rich quick. To which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week?
2: Uh, rule number. Uh, t- this week's rule: the Ten Commandments of Getting Rich by Grant Cardone. Okay. TV. All right. Uh, rule number one: Don't be entitled. Yeah, don't be entitled. Be of the people. That's right. Uh and fight against it. Uh is that all we have time for? We got time for one more. And rule number 2, don't get in the wrong vehicle. That's right. Get in the one with the with a bespoke hairnets <laughs> branded. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we know we're getting rich. We didn't even have to do that. So once again for Josh, no don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>